Hi, and welcome to Unlocking Business Potential, your podcast backed by BDO Chattanooga. I am your host, Kelsey, and I'm joined by my most amazing co-host, Melissa. Hello. And we're really excited to bring to you our very first episode. So for our first episode, we really wanted to delve deep into something that's quite a passion for us and something we do get asked about a lot. So let's just give you a bit of a structuring so you can get the flow of how our episodes are going to work. So first of all, we're going to start off with an advisory topic. So this is something that we're going to dive deep into and give you some really good background knowledge. Before we get stuck in, I just wanted to throw in our usual disclaimer that the information in this podcast is general in nature and no substitute for tailored advice specific to your particular circumstances. If you do need advice, make sure to touch base with your advisor. So today's topic, we're going to set the scene a little bit for some of the topics to come and give you a bit of an idea of what to expect from your advisor. Your advisor, you say? It sounds like there's a bit of contention as to what's an advisor and what is a different role to a client. So you probably have a bookkeeper or an accountant already and an advisor can really help you fill some of those tasks that your accountant or your advisor does. Mm -hmm. But your advisor is taking it that step further. It's that person who's joining you along the journey of your business and giving you all of those extra bits and pieces of information and support that you need along the way. It's going to go further than just doing your GST returns and your tax returns at the end of the year. So let's take a step back and let's just break down these roles. Mm -hmm. So let's go with bookkeeper first. So a bookkeeper is primarily someone who might have a university qualification but generally doesn't have a practicing certificate or anything like that. They'll do probably a lot more of your day-to-day admin kind of tasks, helping you with your GST coding, whether that's in a software or whether it is in a in a ledger book however you have that information but they'll be helping you with that day-to-day coding and GST filing maybe payroll filing if you have employees and some of those just basic day-to-day record keeping things that you as a business owner may no longer have time for as you do other more important things in your business Um, But those things that you need to keep up with day to day just to make those general compliance tasks a little bit less strenuous on you. Totally. And the key thing with a bookkeeper is price point is usually relatively low in comparison. Mm -hmm. So there are some definite benefits of using a bookkeeper for some tasks within your business. You may find that actually across the, the whole spectrum of bookkeepers, accountants and advisors, that there are real benefits of having people at different levels. So long as they're doing the appropriate tasks, then it's a great way that you can help spread the load and also maybe save on some areas. If you get your advisor to do your coding, uh, then that's probably gonna cost you a lot more than it should. Mm -hmm. And is probably going to make your accounting bill look a lot higher and make you feel a little bit antsy about that Mm -hmm. because it can be a huge expense but if you spread that load between a bookkeeper and advisor and get them to do the right tasks then that's where you can get a really good balance of people 
really helping you in your business and getting the right expertise on the ground. For sure. So then the next step we've got is an accountant. So mm-hmm. I kind of think of this person as your tax agent. This is the person who will complete your annual set of accounts, file them with IRD and keep you compliant. Now this is very important and for a lot of clients that is all that they require. But what we're striving to be here at BDO is we're trying to be advisors. We want to help you with that. We want to help you with your GST if you require it. We want to file your accounts with IRD so that you're complying with the law. But we also want to help grow your business. Nobody goes into business just to just to do an okay job. Mm-hmm. You've gone out on your own because you feel like you can do something a little bit different. And it can be a really lonely journey running your own business even if you have employees you're the boss you're there by yourself sometimes you'll pull in people that you need like bankers or other specialists but an advisor is somebody that can be on your side and really help you with some of those nitty-gritty things so it's things like maybe helping you get a budget or a business plan when you've got something big coming up and you really need to see how that's all going to work that person that has some really specialist skills that as a business owner you know some of those some of those things you're not expected to have all of the answers to but it's somebody who's there who can do that for you when you need them for sure so I guess the key thing I'm kind of thinking is that there's going to be additional costs with using someone who would classify themselves as, as an advisor. Mm-hmm. But it's really important to get take value from that additional information that you're receiving. Good advice. It's just worth its weight in gold. Absolutely. And the key thing about making sure that you get that value for what you're paying an advisor is having really good, robust, open and honest communication with your advisor. Tell them what you're after give them all of the information that they need to be able to do that piece of work to a really high quality in the most cost efficient way possible. A really key thing for me is just bringing that advisor in and making them part of your business network. So whether that's with the bank or just a friend which you use for business advice it's keeping them in the loop more regularly you don't want to be calling on them say at the end of the year just to do the accounts or every three or four months when you've got something big happening if you feel like something's on the horizon then have them in the conversation get them in early because then if you need some a piece of work done to get something over the line like a business loan then everything is in its place before it needs to be. Totally. Now, the thing with an advisor is they're not just going to provide you with rope learning. They're not just going to give you an answer read from a book. A true advisor is going to provide you with customised expertise. Mm -hmm. They're not going to just give you a generic answer. So please be careful when you are selecting who you are entrusting with your business information and choosing someone that is going to really help you and help your business going forward. Absolutely. So the only other thing that I kind of wanted to touch on was what an advisor or even an accountant expects from their clients so that we can build a really strong relationship and grow together. Together, that's the big thing. So you want to 
be upfront about what's going on in your business and what you expect. Because if you're thinking that your accountant and your advisor is going to do all these fancy reports for you and you haven't told them, then sometimes there can be that miscommunication. And if we're on two different pages, then you're not getting the service that you want. We're not being able to provide that to you. So everyone's just feeling a little bit frustrated. So from the outset, get on the same page, say exactly what you want, and then you'll end up with the product that you're looking for. And that can always change. But as things change, just be upfront with your advisor and then they're going to give you what you're expecting. I generally, every advisor wants to help you. It's never because of a lack of care. It's quite often because of a lack of time. So most advisory firms will have a lot of clients. So don't be afraid to ask. Just give us a call and say, look, I really am I'm struggling with understanding this concept. Can you just give me 10 minutes and just explain it a bit further? Or I just don't know where my business is going. What can we do to improve cash flow? What can we do to improve our GP? Like questions like that are so valued from clients and also your advisor, that's what they're there to do. Unfortunately though, they can't read your mind. So just giving those insights into what you're lacking or what you're needing is super important. And everyone's business journey is really different. So we don't want to assume anything about where you want your business to go. So if you give us that piece of information, then we can make sure that everything is exactly as you're expecting it to be. And the same thing is everyone's knowledge is different coming into a business. We don't want to talk down to you or be condescending by telling you different concepts or explaining different things. And you already know those. So we'll try and ask, you know, make sure that you do know what's going on and understand what we're telling you. But if you have any questions, don't be afraid to ask them. No question is a dumb question. But just ask and we will be able to give you exactly what you're looking for. For sure. I love that. No question is a dumb question. Our second segment of our podcast episodes is going to be a tech discussion. So where we can introduce you to maybe a really cool piece of tech that may help you in different areas of your business. But seeing as this is the first episode, we're going to start right at the very beginning because you can't start looking at introducing some cool software or different apps if you don't have the basics in place in the first place. Definitely the key of starting technology in your business is to make sure that everything, all of your hardware is fit for purpose. Yeah, so the world is changing. Like it wasn't too long ago that checks were a thing, but come la- come June just been, they're not oh, a thing on. anymore. So now we're having to use different avenues for paying our bills, whether it's internet banking. And that really is just the beginning. People are now expanding and needing to use lots of online technologies. And it's about just having those basics, having that, that stuff ready. So do you have the right hardware? Do you have a computer or laptop which is used at home? And if you're a tradie, if you're the man in the van, Mm -hmm. do you have a laptop? Do you have a tablet? Do you have a smartphone? Do you have something that you can be using on the go so that you can minimize that time spent in the office at home? 
Definitely. Think about what things you need to be doing to make your life easier. So as Kelsey said, if you are that man in the van and you're spending hours and hours in your evenings doing your invoicing for that day's jobs, then have a think about how you think that you could do things a little bit easier. And if it's as simple as making, you've already got your phone on you, but getting the technology so that you have an app that then does that, that you can record time, you can record materials on the job, that's going to save you that time in the evenings. It really. So the key thing with most of these tech pieces is going to be around that time saving. Lots of people are spending a lot of time doing things that they do not like doing. And do not need to do. Correct. So the important thing is just literally focusing on what small or small investment Mm -hmm. could save you time people quite often don't value their own time properly yeah and then they're scared to spend five hundred dollars or whatever it might be on a new technology piece and then they're forgetting that it's going to save them 20 hours each month so that that's paid off so so quickly so definitely definitely look at what you're doing what you could be doing smarter and see those little technology purchases that you need to make potentially as an investment in yourself and in your business. And then we can show you how you can use those to really get some good gains in your business. Yeah, let's get kickstarted. Let's get these businesses off the ground. Yeah. Stop just relying on paper. We can do this. The final segment of each of our podcast episodes is going to center around mindfulness. The thinking behind this is just strategies to get you thinking differently about your business. So let's kick into it. I've been reading this book lately and it talks about this time management matrix and how we can go from spending all of our time in the urgent quadrants and trying to channel our time into something a bit more important. So I thought I'd kind of give you a bit of a down low on how it's working. So first of all, think of like a square and break it into four sections. Now, on the top left square, add in the title urgent. And on the top right, add in the title not urgent. Sounds easy. Yeah, cool. So now let's go down the left-hand side of both the boxes. And on the top box, put important. And on the left bottom box, put not important. Now you'll see that each of your squares have a categorization. You've got urgent and important on the top left corner. Now, this is your fighting fires. This is when you've literally crashed. You're down the bottom of a cliff and the ambulance comes to save you. This is the stuff that you do have to get done, but it can be quite consuming and it does also take up heaps of your time, your effort. Next up, we've got quadrant two on the top right. So that's not important, but it's not urgent, but really, really important. So this is what you really want to focus on. This is a quadrant you want to be working in. Next up, we've got quadrant three bottom left so this is your urgent but not important this is when you're trying to work on something and someone emails you or someone calls you and you feel like you have to get back to it straight away but it's not actually important lots of people spend heaps of time in this quadrant oh yeah (laughs) and then we've got quadrant four so not all urgent and not important so this is what people that generally sit in quadrant one go to when they really need some downtime. This is binging Netflix. This is doing everything that you shouldn't be doing to improve your business. So yes, from this, what we're just trying to get you to think about is working in quadrant two, working on things that might not be urgent now, but will improve your efficiencies, whether it's 
implementing policies or working on parts in your business that will mean that those urgent things that are important that come up aren't quite so frequent. It's a bit of fortune telling really about expecting what those urgent things that might pop up in a week or in a month might be so that you can get to them before they actually hit urgent and you're a ahead of the game so you've got happy customers happy clients and you don't have to feel like you're fighting those fires or having to grab that ambulance and find the bottom of the cliff where that that needs to be put out yeah no that's perfect interpretation of that so thanks for listening to our little mindfulness for today we'll see you next week Thank you for listening to our episode. If you enjoyed today's podcast, jump along to your favorite podcast app and like, rate and subscribe the episode so that others can find the podcast as well. And if you need to get in contact with us for direct tailored advice, please do not hesitate to phone our office or flick us an email, malincal at bdo.co.nz. And we look forward to seeing you on the next episode of Unlocking Business Potential backed by BDO Taranaki.